Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis in New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. So Saif, thanks for coming on. So I watched the movie Prabashi. So I, I didn't know what Prabashi meant, uh, but it's Bengalis living outside of Bangladesh, but how is that different from diaspora? Well, Prabashi to me, well, to me, Prabashi meant any any person who's who's having the Bengal experience outside of Bangladesh. You know, mm-hmm. like kind of also like you know, that's what to, that's what it means to me. Oh yeah, um, it's interesting word because you know we I, everything Baboni does is about the diaspora. I never heard the word Prabashi, but I really enjoyed the film. Um, <laughs> How long have you been doing film? How long have you been in, in this? And is this your day job or do you do something else? Well, I've, I've been dabbing into videos and film way from way before. You know, I think I remember I like, picked up like those, you know, back in those days, we had like those uh, video ca- camcords, you know, I started with those. I used to shoot my friends. I used to skate. So I kind of started off shooting my friends skateboarding. I was really heavily influenced by um, uh, this uh, comedian, uh, TV show host Tom Green. I don't know if you've heard of Tom of course, Green. Yeah, yeah. It was a huge. Uh, it was like basically like the first. Uh, uh, I think. I think in a way, first YouTuber. You know. Yeah. He, he made me feel like you, know, you could just pick up your camera, start, you know, making jokes and pranks and stuff like that. I think that's how I kind of got my start, just getting into uh, um, you know capturing images. Okay. And so, so tell tell people about the film because it's really interesting. It's entirely shot on an iPhone. Uh, it's like black and white. Tell people about the form because I I don't want to ruin it. So, sure. It was it was actually not entirely shot in, in the on the phone. It was okay. initially it was shot in the um, on an Android because it's just what I had in my pocket, and I just I had just quit my 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 graveyard shift, and I just had it in my pocket. I was like, you know what? I got to make a fucking movie. You know, I don't know how I do it. You know, and I, I didn't have a script. I was like, I just needed to do it right now. You know, so I just I had a friend. I just bumped into a really old friend. I was like, you know what? I'm going to shoot this with whatever I had. And then later on, we had to upgrade, you know, like I had to like, okay, some friends were like, you know, you're, it's actually looking pretty good. Why don't you just get a better camera? And uh, I remembered my sister had an SL, SLR kind of like collecting dust in the closet. I was like, you know what? Let me just use this. I've seen some YouTube videos. People use SLRs to make films. So I graduated to that. And after that, it was like, okay, you know, it's looking much better, but we had also limitations in nighttime. So due to like limitations at nighttime, I got like a Sony, which is still like, it's still a very, you know, like a startup camera, you know, like a less than like $900, but it was enough for us to like get a picture that was at least watchable, you know, but, but I, I remember like one of the questions was also like, um, you know, why was it shot in black and white? And I, the reason I actually follow up questions to that is, is basically just out of necessity because it was shot in so many different devices that when I put it all together, it just, you know, the pixel <laughs> the aspect ratio, the way it looked, it just didn't look yeah. consistent, you know. So it was, like, it was an easy way to just kind of get that out of the way, just black and white it. So first okay. told me, you know what, a lot of filmmakers start their, you know, like, uh, first films with black and white. We just do it like that. I'm like, you know what, let me just do that. Okay, I have to know, what Android phone was it? It was, um, it was actually this, uh, as an LG V20 first, and then it was a V30. So like my friend sold me a V30. Look, he's like, bro, you could get a better image in a V30 than this. I'm like, wow. you know what? I'm going to get a V30. And that was the first Android phone. I love it. 
Now, what was the, the what was the SLR? Which SLR was it that you started before the Sony? Uh, the Sony, the first, the Nikon SLR was uh, uh, D thirty two hundred. The Nikon D thirty two hundred. Wow, I have a D thirty one hundred. So you're telling me I can make a whole film with the D thirty one hundred? Film out of that, brother. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And I've had that, and I've had the D thirty one hundred for a long time. And wow, that's 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 fascinating. I the Boney Boney started as a documentary. We were shooting a documentary. Right. And we we did a bunch of interviews with Bengali street vendors. It was all on on our on an iPhone, and right. we're still finishing that. But that's why I was just fascinated by by your work. And um, I, I I also I mean I I, I like the storyline. I mean, it spoke to so many themes that obviously maybe not me myself, but you know my family members, uh, my dad certainly, you know, struggles that he went through when he first came to the country. You know, finding jobs. I'm not going to give away the plot, but it's a lot of these themes that are that you know that are important that are commonplace for our community. Absolutely, absolutely. Where, where did you find inspiration for the story? Um, this initially, like to be honest, you know, I've, I just wanted to make a movie with like chase sequences. You know, like I, I went to I went to a, a concert. I was hanging out with some, hanging out with some friends while I'm actually in the process of actually doing the movie, like, you know, I, I, um, you know, my, uh, the lead actor, Shafayat Hossein, he and I, you know, we, you know, we went through a lot of different things and trying to find like a, find like a aesthetic for this, you know, what, what, what we're trying to do, because it was such a, it was such an unorthodox way to like start a project, you know, without a script, without a, you know, we're still trying to find what, what this is. And, um, from, from, from that on, like, you know, one of my, I was like, you know what, when we get off, this area looks really nice. Let's do like a chase sequence in this, in this area. And one of my friends joked, like, do you, you know, do you, uh, why do you, why, why do you want to do a chase sequence? Like, what's the story behind it? I'm like, I don't really know. You know, it was like, you, know, you have to have like a story you know, to make a good movie. I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. So it was actually developed, you know, developed around just having like really cool sequences and a, a good story, I, I felt like was really um, important for you know for, for a movie to be good. So that was, but that was a learning process as well. Like what what it is that, um, you know, like I didn't want to make it. Also, you know, I love action, but I didn't want to make a movie that was just purely just action. You know, purely suspense. I love suspense, but I wanted to have a good story that that grounded people and kind of made yeah. people you know, like kind of look up. You know, like I've always felt like an outsider, sort of stuff like yet. So it was kind of like in, like, a, like you said, like your father when he first came here, you know, he struggled. And a lot of us, when we were kids, you know, not many of us struggled the same way, but a lot of us dealt with that isolation. I think one way or the other, one, for, in, one time in life, you know, at some point, we've all kind of, at Kobashi's, we've dealt with an isolation. And I think it was like a homage to that isolation. Mm. And I want to capture a character that really felt authentic. That was like really the heart of the movie. Like, you know what? Yeah, I love this action stuff, the chase sequences, the police, but you know, I really want characters to, is the vital essence of the, of the film. Okay, so tell, tell people quickly what the plot is as much as you're able to tell. Sure. The film is not available on YouTube, so anyone can just go and watch it right now. You know? yep. I'm trying to, trying to get everybody to watch it as much as yep. people, because you know, COVID hit us. As soon as we, we, we finished production, COVID hit us. And I was like, you know, I finally made my dream project and like, you know, there's no more theaters, no more screenings. Not, I couldn't even show this to my crew when we finished the film. So I sat on the film for an entire year, not knowing where this would go. Like, is, the, is this the end of the world, you know? 
So, but eventually, like, I hope, you know, inshallah, things get better and, you know, we're yeah. progressing in the right way. I'm sorry if I'm leaving off the questions. With, I think I'm going Yeah, I want to tell us what the plot is. Oh, the plot is basically about Sharif's past. Sharif has a dark past. And he's trying to get away. He's, he now, he's now a family man. And he's trying to get away from his past um, that he left behind. But the past is catching up to him. And it's just getting too close to his house. And he has now he has... He's his, 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 his in a, you know, um, he's basically contracted in a little bubble and he has no way to get out. The only way for him to find any type of liberation is just to face it head on. And that's basically, you know, the plot of the film. You talked about the actor, Shafayat Hussain. How did you find him? Is he an actor? Is that his full-time job or does he do, does he do something else? Absolutely not. Yeah. Shafayat Hussain was, a, was a, a childhood friend of mine that I oh, actually wow. met. In, in the sixth grade and you know from you know I, I lost touch with him for a long time you know like i i think i've met like before dropping out of college i used to see him outside when it's for smoke breaks he used to pass by and you know every time we would meet we would just brief meeting like hey this and that and you leave and you know one night um i bumped into him right after i had quit my job and i wanted to make the movie and there he was and Shafayat had no aspirations to make a movie. You know, he, he, didn't, he didn't even uh, um, think, of as an, think of himself as an actor. You know, he was like, uh, bro, why do you want to make a movie about me? Like, uh, you know, I don't look like Shah Rukh Khan. I don't look like Brad Pitt. Who would want to see a guy like me on the big screen? I'm like, brother, like, you're exactly what I need right now for Kobashi. Because just because the way you feel about yourself is such, such a, you know, that, that's, that's what I wanted to put on screen. Someone that's kind of on the sidelines of society. Someone you'd overlook. You know, someone who just like, who you don't think twice about, you know, that's kind of what I think uh, was a perfect represent a, a representative for, for a character to be in Kobashi. What's the, the, you said you quit your job. I'm always interested in that. What, what was the job that you were at that you quit? Man, there's nothing worth mentioning. I've had so many jobs that are similar, you know, like nighttime graveyard ship jobs, warehouse, you know, jobs. That's pretty much what I did, just behind the warehouse, night shift. It was a winter reset. I, I can't tell you the company's name, but it was winter reset. And, you know, I understand. Brutally cold spring. I think, oh no, I, I, I believe it was spring reset. Brutally cold. And we had to like um, reshelve, you know, like restructure the shelves and items and everything. And it was done completely outdoors and freezing temperatures. I was like, I had a full on leather jacket and everything, but I had gloves and I was freezing out there. Like, that was like reality for me, you know? Just keeping the dream alive. Wow. Yeah, but look, it was a catalyst for something uh, that turned out to be amazing, right? So, but I love stories like that. Maybe you'll be telling it, you know, when you're, uh, you know, another one of your projects take off, takes off and does really well. Do you have aspirations to be a, uh, you know, a director and doing this for a living? I feel like that's all I can do, really, you know, because I've such a, I've never been able to keep a job more than a year. And I've always been like that guy that, you know, just gets tired of it really fast or just can't do my job well. I've never really been a good student in schools either, you know, like this ADHD thing has never been a friend of mine, you know, but, but at the same time, it's all I knew, you know, I used to like cut class and just sketch in, in the college classes, sketch in the wow. library and sit, make like small little comic books. But I've never really thought that I could actually make a movie, you know, I thought that was something for like, you know, really high educated people, you know, really elite people, people with money, you know, privileged people. Like I never phantom like someone like me a Bangladeshi kid from Queens could actually make a movie. It just, it was not in my radar. But now it's like, 
you know, I've gotten some good responses. People like my work. So I really feel like, you know what, I should maybe continue this. You know, if people really support, people really support what I do, I'd love to continue because that's what I really feel passionate about. You know, that's, I, I can't really uh, see myself doing anything else. Well, how, how did you fund the film? I funded it completely just out on my savings, basically wow. just on my savings. Uh, you know, my parents were like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you know, I was like, you know what? Like I just, the sound of that just depressed me. And I, I know this is reality. You know, this is yeah. the best for you. This is reality for a lot of people that you know, to make a movie is not reality. You know, it's, really going against you know dreaming in fiction is just literally going against reality you know what we are anyone who's grounded will not support you so i don't blame them for for thinking yeah. the way they do you know but um i, I forgot what the question i forgot what the question was no the question was how did you fund it but that you know you answered it um but listen it's 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 a that's a fair right and um, you know you're you understand what they're going through i mean they came here stability and uh you know they want jobs that are probably boring for us but they want that stability for us so that makes sense um the what's been the responses from audiences so far so far well i was really hoping that it's going to be the biggest movie in the planet that i was going to get famous and everything like that you know like people are going to give me gold medals but you know (laughs) but that's not the case you know i i made this movie basically on my side a couple of thousand dollars that was initially what the movie budget was. And then later on, it was just gas money. Things added up. You know, I had to, in between, I got a job. And I don't know if I'm allowed to mention companies, but, you know, I know the packaging company, like a big packaging company. That didn't really go well. I thought, okay, they pay pretty decent. You know, it's, uh, it has a good name, but there's a lot of things in between that I, I did overnight that, and I maybe have to supplement my own. Just to, have, just to pay the actors some cigarettes, some, some, some coffee, some donuts, things like that. Just to have some gas money, but um, yeah, you know, it's, it's been it's been it's been a struggle. But even even when I finished the movie, now I know I I, uh, I was I'm very fortunate that we've had like some good success in the film festival. So I was I was really really shocked at first that wow, this is you know like three festival winnings, and I was really impressed. Was Which like, festivals have you won? Um, th- this was totally of. I believe total of four festivals. I'm trying to memorize what exactly the thing, but it's four festivals. Wow. We were select. We were um, a finalist in New York. We were semifinalists in Berlin. We were also two in Kolkata. We were, you know, we won two awards uh, in Kolkata. Uh, I'm sorry, three awards in Kolkata. So wow. Two for. How do they even know about you? Um, just through like you know like like you know, when I told you like uh, after I'd done completed the film uh covid hit so i was like you know initially my thought process was okay i'm gonna finish the film i'm gonna maybe show it at a local theater somewhere connected somewhere you know get some audiences you know hopefully find people that are really you know maybe do some press kits and things like that just get social you know just get myself involved in something that a little bit different build a community of filmmakers who's trying to make something locally but that didn't go well so i sat on the movie for for basically i was like what am i going to do with this let me just enter some film festivals I typed it in some Google, okay, Film Freeway was, was you know, people recommended that. That was basically the website. I, I, if, you, if anyone you know wants to make a film and wants to submit anywhere, short or feature film, Film Freeway is, I definitely, I definitely endorse. <laughs> I'm not endorsing them, but, you know, I definitely think you should apply there. I had really good experiences. 
Well, well, we have a documentary, so I don't know if they'll accept that. But you know, that's actually been my yeah, thought process. Well, because when we finish the documentary, I don't know what we're going to do with it. Uh, but when it's done, we, so if you look at our earlier po posts on on Boney, you'll see that they're posts about Bengali street vendors. Right. Oh, um, right, right. So the guys in Jackson Heights, Manhattan, all over. So we just went around and interviewed them. I'm just talking about their lives. That's beautiful. I think they'll love that documentary. I think you should definitely submit Film Freeway. Yeah. And it's, we, you know, I sat on it for a while. We sat on, I sat on like 20 hours of footage for a long time. And then, and then uh, we, one of these companies reached out to us and they wanted to do with us called Togbog, T-O-G-B-O-G. -O -G. They're on Facebook. Um, they're pretty big in, in Australia and Bangladesh. And I told them like, listen, I have all this footage. I don't know how to edit video or, you know, not in a, in a way that's professional. So they decided to take it over and uh, they're helping us produce it. But once it's done, you know, we jointly, uh, jointly own it. So I could definitely submit it. I'm excited about that, but I'm glad to see. That's why I'm so excited to hear yours, um, see yours, because I just thought, A, I thought at the time, I thought it was all shot on an iPhone and I shot everything on mine on an iPhone. But also just like, I like, I like the story. I thought, you know, I watched it and I thought I liked the story. I thought it was interesting. And I like, I, I like, you know, I thought the cinematography and stuff was really cool. Is there any specific, is there a director that you sort of um, look out that you you uh, look at that you feel like your style mimics that that director? Or that's a really good question. Like I, I like a lot of directors. You know, some directors I like what they say. Like I like their personalities. Like their interviews. I really I feel like they have a lot of insightful things to say, and I feel like I'm really you know I get inspiration by their just the way they speak. You know what they talk about. And there are other directors who don't, I don't really, they're not really well spoken to me or they just feel like something just a little closed off, but I enjoy their work a lot. I'll enjoy their movies. So I'm a fan of their movies. So it's, you know, that's kind of like what my thought process would, would be influenced by directors. But if I had to, you know, just to name a few, like, uh, like that I admired growing up was Robert Rodriguez, one of the directors, you know, Spanish okay. speaking. Of course. Yeah. Feature. I mean, I was just blown away. I was a kid in the nineties skateboarding. And you know, when I heard that story, like, you know, Robert Rodriguez's first film, El Mariachi, I was just like, that kind of made me dream, like, you know what, maybe someday I can make a film too, you know? This was like right before the digital revolution, I feel like. Okay. You know, the video cameras were coming out, and I was like, you know what, it might be possible. Okay, but, okay. But as far as stylistically, it's all over the place. I love uh, directors from all over the place. You know, I like Bengali directors, I like Indian directors, I like Faruqi, I like Shatajid Ray, I like uh, Tariq Masood, I like... Uh, Tarantino, I like John Carpenter. Oh, yeah, I love Tarantino. Well, Rodriguez and Tarantino are, are basically a pair. Yeah, Bruce Lee, a lot of people don't you know, kind of overlook Bruce Lee as a director, but you know, his mm. I, I really um, admire Bruce Lee as well. You know, just what he went through, you know, his philosophies and things yeah. like that, the spirit to to create. What are your top films? I'm just curious. Top five films. Top five films. That's a hard one. I have a lot of. I'm like a film nerd, and I think when I yeah. before making the movie, I saw myself as a film nerd first. Like, you mm -hmm. know, I want to make a movie that I enjoy as well, you know. But top five films—that's a really hard one. I'm gonna probably, if I say top five, I'm probably gonna be angry with myself about missing yeah. something that I've wanted to go back. That's why I never do it. I generally tend to, you know, shy away from interviews because I feel like I've never—it's never the truth, you know. I feel like the truth is in the art, you know, in itself. Well, I appreciate you coming on. No, no you don't, and you don't have to give a list. I agree. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You and probably have. It's hard to, to defer. You know, maybe yeah. I'll be. I'll, maybe I'll like something now, but 
maybe yeah. two years ago, and I was like, no, I shouldn't have set that or I don't really like that director that much or something, you know. But I got you. Everywhere. Totally. I got you. Um, what are, are you working on anything else? Right now, I'm actually, um, I've been very fortunate uh, to get a good response in New York. When I, when I met Tobashi, you know, I had uploaded some, some trailers into uh, film, um, film groups. And one of the local producers from Brooklyn, Phil Katz, very talented producer, he reached out to me and he wanted, to, he wanted me to direct his, uh, his debut project is, uh, called Dead as Files. It's like this horror comedy type of thing wow. from Brooklyn. And I was like, you know what? This is awesome. I love this. I love the story. I also helped him develop some of it. And, you know, there's a good team. There's another writer that came in, uh, George Kelly, who's developed a lot of the script as well. So it's like a big, major production. And I'm like, very excited to get that going. I'm also doing this other local project on the side. I just started because this is COVID going around. So while the pre-production for that is happening, I'm like just losing my head right now. You know, so I started shooting this thing, um, coming back to the community called uh, Project Akanka. I just started shooting it, and I'm also very really excited for that. Also, are you allowed, are you able to tell what that's about? That is, it's still. It's still in a very develop, uh, developmental okay. phase, but it's basically about, um, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a reveal at the end where I cannot really tell you exactly what it is about, but if I had to make, be vague about it, it would be basically, a, it's a stalker uh, story about a stalker character, you know, about obsession, who's, who's okay. really a, a character who's very obsessed with someone, but it's, it's, um, it's horror, it's psychological, it's suspense, that, that okay. kind of Okay. Has, has, have people seen your film, uh, Prabashi, in Bangladesh? And what's been the response in Bangladesh? What, I, what I've done uh, is that I just uploaded it to the to, to YouTube page. And, yeah. and I, I, I'd, I'd love to get more response from Bangladesh. And I don't know if, um, like, I'm still learning the marketing aspect of things, the business aspect of film. And I feel like when I, when I had made the film, I did not have a, a target audience in mind. And I just wanted to just shoot the thing and get it out there and just get it out of my system. So when the film is now, you know, so I think Bengalis, to be honest, they love color, colorful films and, yeah. you know, anything void of color is probably not too attractive to, to, to most Bengalis, but I, I'd love more Bengalis to like, to watch it. And, you know, I think you were helping me a lot by actually putting me on your show. I think they'll give a lot of diaspora, a lot of probashes, at least maybe the probashes will relate to the film in some way and maybe appreciate it. That's basically, I, I can't ask for more. You know, I really wanted to give it back to the Probashes that really felt similar experiences, you know? So definitely. Well, listen, I think, I think it's an important film for the diaspora or the Probashi to watch because it shows that, you know, the streets in New York or America is not paved in gold. Like there's people here that come here and it's their struggle and it's gritty, right? It's, it's, you know, life is very gritty for a lot of people that come here. It's not, it's not, you know, it's just cake like a lot of people in Bangladesh think. So I think it's really important for people in Bangladesh to watch it. And I hope they do watch it. And I'll, obviously we'll promote it. And hopefully, we don't have a ton of, we don't have a ton of folks in Bangladesh, but, uh, but hopefully, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they'll watch. Um, At least for, totally. I absolutely, I'm so, I'm, I'm really, I'm really honored that you feel that way. But also like, you know, if, if, if there's an incentive for them to watch, the film was totally made by Probashes as well. So there yeah. couldn't be a better uh, title for the movie because it was completely shot with Probashes, real Probashes, you know, not actors from Bangladesh or just anything yeah. like that. Which is great if they do. You know, I'm not, you know, really knocking anyone, but 
This is completely made by Probashis, including the director, the actors, everyone. Yeah. So for absolutely. us, by us. For us, by us. I love it. You know, one thing you were saying, you mentioned earlier, you have basically two other directors that are that have reached out to you. But, you know, you manifested that, right? I love stories like that. You literally manifested that. Like, you, you know, left this job and you had this idea and you literally said, I want to do this. And I just feel like this universe kind of like moved out of its way to help you do this. Do you ever feel like that? I totally do. I, to- I mean, you know, like a lot of people will think that, you know, because, you know, we live in a society where, you know, um, you know, I, I do, I, I have a big uh, faith in self-belief and self, uh, like if you work hard enough, you will achieve the things that you do. Like if you work, really stick to it, work hard enough. But I think a lot of people really, um, in some, in some instances, I think, I think a lot of majority of the people kind of, um, you know, exclude the faith. And I think fate is something that is really real in the universe. I think there's some things that are completely unexplainable and things just happen. Just yeah. Of fate. You know, even me, even the idea of me, like, okay, me, I, I want to leave. You know, I have, I have this thing, like, what is free will? You know, I don't want to get too deep into what it is, but even if the concept is free will, is that really free will or is that something that, that was just there all along, you know? So yeah. there's a lot of things that, is in the gray area, but I'd love to be, ho- I'm, I'm a very hopeful person. And I believe like fate, when I look at fate, I always look at it in a hopeful light that there is something that's there that, you know, it's beyond us. And just things just sometimes just magic. Things just come together and things happen. You know? What has, have your parents, what has your, has your parents reaction changed now that, you know, you've won four festivals, you've had other two directors wanting to work with you. Has their, has their mindset changed a little bit? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit it was like <laughs> you know it's always it's, 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 uh, you know you, um you know like back into the you know, bengali you know bengali parents we want stability you know film is not yes, yeah. a stable career path you know, unless you're in hollywood any independent film even 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 like big low budget independent filmmakers you know to small filmmakers i think that the struggle is actually the same mm. at the end of the day it's your passion project you know, you're able to put out what you did with whatever means you have, but you know, it's, 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 uh, I, I think it's, I think, I think passion overrides the reality for, mm. for a lot of filmmakers. I think that's what it is that, and I think that's good. And I think that's okay because if they don't, um, I think if, they, if they're too supportive, I think art needs to, in my view, I think art, good art comes from some sort of struggle. Yeah. I think, I think if an artist struggled in the past and lived life and experienced different things, I think that flows into to the art itself. You know, I think if artists just like, you know, if artists always get support and yeah, go for it, do it, you can do it, this and that, everything is good and beautiful, rainbows, you know, I think uh, I think it hampers the art a little bit. That's just my opinion. Maybe there's a lot of, you know, artists who, are, who come from that line that are able to make good art, but generally speaking, I think that's what makes good art. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm curious about the other, the actors. So Shafai Hussain, has he now got like an acting bug now and he's willing to do other stuff or, and, uh, or is he, is he going back to his day job? No, he's totally influenced. He's, he wants to, he wants to, um, he's, he was an aspiring director in the middle of the films. You know what? I want to make my own. I want to direct my own films. I'm like, dude, go for it. You know, he had, he had some ideas that he wants to shoot. He wants to become, he also wants to direct his own films, which is amazing because you, you want to be an actor in the beginning. Hmm. So I thought that wow. was really amazing. Definitely. Did you, you know, take did you take any courses? 
Is there any course someone can take if they want to direct or just watch a lot of film? I think, um, like, I, from, from my experience, you know, like, I haven't had the privilege to go to, go to big schools or, you know, I, I, you know, just based from, just based on where my background, you know, like, if someone wants to, and if I went to my parents and be like, you know, I brought my to I'm like, to film schools, I was in the car, you know, like, <laughs> just going to be a Get mess. out of here. You know, get out of here. That's a, that's a bad investment, you know, and that's understandable. You know, why would you want to spend, you know, even if you're yeah. even from a privileged family, even if you're from a privileged family and you to go to their parents and they tell, ask them like, hey, uh, mom and dad, give me some money. I want to go to film school. Even I think those privileged parents would probably be like, get out of here. You know, like what are the chances of you making a film? You know, how many graduates do make a film? So I think um, coming down to that question, I think it really is. I think it really is like, uh, you know, um, it comes down to comes comes down to like how bad do you want to do it? How bad do you want to make it? you know the will? And after that, everything is on, on YouTube now. You know, yeah. like I, I learned everything that I needed to learn from YouTube. I go on YouTube, I watch interviews. How do you make a good story? You know, I've, you know the three act structure. What the fuck? You know, what, what's uh, you know aspect ratios? Everything that you need to know is available on YouTube. So if you're someone like me, you can't afford a film school or some kid somewhere you know, the back of class dreaming about film school, just grab some friends who feel the same way about you do and just start filming. I think that's the best way. I think right now we have a digital, we have phones right now that people didn't have like 20 years ago, like 10 years, you know, like it's just, I think all you need is a good story and a passion and some people that just willing to believe in you. I think that's the magic yeah. ocean components. Well, listen, I see the, I hear the passion in your voice. I, I mean, I saw the passion in, in your work. I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, I'll, you know, market the hell out of it. I'm glad you came on. It was a good conversation. I'm looking forward to, you know, other, your, your future work. I'm absolutely grateful for this. I'm really thankful for you coming. Thank you for having me. Gotta be honest, with diamonds and pearls, yeah, yeah. Bengali is in New York, all over the world. Uh, it's the bony show. Uh, hey, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live. From the slang we spit to the gangs we with, it doesn't matter. We the essence of the Bangladesh. I say, hey, come on, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live.